Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Throwing it down. The Friday Night Freak Show continues as we're breaking it down. NBA, NFL, college of football. Yes, we'll get into the UFC a little bit. I'll give you a couple of picks for the UFC. I promise we're going to give you college football picks, NFL picks. we got a ton of NFL picks. And don't forget, we throw it down during the early games, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time with Joe Lisi. Uh, Great times in uh, week one. We look to keep it rolling uh, in week uh, two and crank it up. I like a lot of underdogs. Tony Finn's going to step up and in from Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll see what's going on. Uh, We've got you covered from Jersey, uh, FanDuel, all the way to um, Las Vegas uh, sports books. Tony Finn throws it down uh, with us as the Los Angeles Lakers get it done. This evening, the game goes over the number. We have an opening number for game two of the series. Lakers open up at seven and a half at FanDuel uh, right now. Total goes up to 213. So we have a little bit of a bump, uh, you know, a point and a half, two points as far as the total is concerned from the game one number. Uh, yet I'm surprised that it opens up at seven and a half. It goes to show that the uh, the odds makers showing some respect uh, for the Denver Nuggets. Speaking of the National Football League, injuries across the board. All right. And listen, I'm as happy as anybody that we're playing football uh, right now. And props to the National Football League. They've done a great job in this crazy COVID world uh, right now of playing football and staying, um, staying safe and staying healthy. And this is the responsibility of the athletes and the players. College football, you can't say the same. All right. College football is a disaster and a disgusting like enterprise. It really is Like, like, you know. It's a good thing I'm not, like, a big, like, I'm not overly, like, uh, I don't stand by any of my convictions. It's, like, I guess the best way of putting it, it's a good thing I'm a big hypocrite because I actually, like, really do hate everything about college football, but I just love betting on it. (laughs) We just just love betting on it, but there's, like, no protocols in college football. Like, they barely test these kids, and then they're surprised, and now there's, like, a new push for kids to play with COVID. They're like, wow, they have COVID, but they feel all right. So what's the big deal? Let them play. The guy, this is going to end well. This is going to end well. Play on. All right, we got college football picks, NFL picks, baseball, UFC. Let's do this thing. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bet it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Four trades late night. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We're kicking it. We appreciate everybody uh, kicking it with us uh, tonight. Shout out to everybody right now. San Diego, SoCal, and I know the mightier 1090 uh, extends uh, further than California, wherever you are. We hope you're kicking it and having a great uh, Friday night. Let's bring in uh, Tony Finn right now from Las Vegas, Nevada. Wager talk in the house. Tony, thank you for joining us on this uh, Friday night. Tony's a, uh, a fan favorite and one of our favorites uh, as well a lot of stuff to get to uh tony we got nba basketball college of football nfl football baseball playoffs are around the corner ufc tomorrow night u.s open major golf uh going on but let's start off quickly uh with the nba uh tonight and i brought this up tony look uh the lakers know denver can come back in basketball games so they didn't take the pedal off the metal we ended up with 240 points um, this these two teams have played now five times this year, Tony. Four zero and one to the under. Four overs, one push. Uh, opening numbers two thirteen for game two on uh, Sunday night. And quite frankly, I don't see any reason not to bet the over again. I know coming into tonight, it wasn't incredibly popular to bet the over this basketball game, but sales over the number. I think, uh, and as I stated, the LA aren't going to let up. They know Denver can come back. And on the other side of it, I don't know. I like what your take is. Denver got blown out by the Clippers in game one. Denver got uh, blown out uh, by Utah. Um, so I know a lot of people are already, um, you know, p- putting sand on, on the casket right now of the Denver Nuggets, but they're not six feet under yet. They're one feet under. What's your take, uh, Tony? How you doing? And what's your take? First off, thanks for having me. It's a good day. Always a good day. Um, when I wake up, Gabe is a a damn good day. So uh, great point, Tony. I'm happy to be here and happy to happy to. My grandfather <laughs> to used to tell me I that. Can. I asked my grandfather once. I said, "How you doing yeah. today, Gramps?" He goes, "Any day above ground's a good day." <laughs> That's what he said. Yes, Simple as that. Any any day above ground, it's a good day. I like that. I, mean, I, ha- I have a little ritual. I wake up in the morning. I, I kind of backhand my wife a little bit, and I say, um, uh, "It's a good. Uh, it's a good effing day." I get a chance to to. Uh, uh, Screw something up and piss you off, and I and I'm good at both, so it's always a good day by now. 
And that's twenty like hundred years, it seems like. So, so what? What, uh, so what the NBA game? What about game two? The NBA what about game, game two? What about okay. game two moving forward? Two. So you know, whatever. Whatever. What happened tonight? Okay. We know what happened, but what do you make of what happened yeah. tonight? Moving in a Sunday night. It's seven and a half now. I think it's going to go up. I'm surprised. You know, they they didn't bump it. They moved the total up to two thirteen from the two eleven, two eleven and a half from game one. I'm surprised they didn't bump this uh, up from the seven and a half. After the, the the win and cover and the big LeBron and uh, you know the AD love fest uh, tonight, so w- what do you make of the game going into Sunday? I, I make a lot of what we saw tonight. I, I when we when we talked about this game today, I said that I didn't think the Lakers would make the same mistake they made in the first two series by coming in and kind of feeling out the game. Uh, they know what they're getting, Denver. I, I never understood why LeBron was. I'm going to feel we're going to feel it out, and and in truth. I guess we could say they did tonight. There was, a, what, 38-36 or something like that in the first quarter, a big first quarter. Points, I think if you had the over, you are pretty you're pretty happy at that point in time. But uh, um, right at the end of the game, uh, Murray hits, or the, the, I should say the Nuggets, hit a couple first threes. First quarter. That, uh, that's first quarter, exactly, at the end of the first quarter. Good teams finish quarters off, finish halves off, start halves, start quarters well. That's what good teams do. Um, and for the most part, the Lakers hadn't been doing that until I'd say the last two games they, they when they were facing Houston. But but guys, this, this is a completely different team than Houston. They have players over six eight. They're deep. They got depth. They can shoot. Not that Houston can't, but um, this team's also got a lot of character. Like you said earlier, you, we knew they weren't going to quit. Uh, a question was asked me today: if uh, if you're playing in game live and and it was the fourth quarter and the Lakers got up by twenty or so, uh, would you? Would you get some? Would you get yourself some of Denver? And I said I probably wouldn't. I said I I, I believe Malone would probably say, listen, we're we're done here. We're coming yeah, off yeah. A, a seven game series, you know. And I'm going to rest my guys. He didn't. And in truth, uh, I, when I looked up, we were 25, I think. And when I saw the final was 12, uh, I I didn't play in the game, but I would have lost. I, I think you're going to see the same thing. You're going to see a lot of defense from the, the Lakers. And this is a two on two series. In, in my opinion, we can throw throw out the reserves, throw out any of the contributors that 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 are going to help. They both teams have guys that are going to step up. Playoff Rondo's the real deal, isn't he? I mean, nine man, assists Rondo's tonight. Bringing, uh, he, he didn't. He right, right. My I, and they asked me that. I said, he's the, he's he's probably the fourth best player, fourth most important player that that the Lakers have. And who would have thought that? No, he's been he's been a, a massive increase. And you know, people. People that fully don't understand. I know basketball people do, but I saw a chart as far as other people's shooting percentages going way up on the Lakers since Rondo's been back, Tony. And it's about Rondo getting them good looks, like a good point guard does. And people, like, they don't understand, like, just the intangibles that a guy like Rondo brings to the table uh, for for this uh, team. I really want to get into some NFL uh, football. We've been caught up on NBA. We got into some college football. But quickly, Boston... Boston, Miami. I brought it up earlier with Steve Merrill. And uh, listen, man, Miami are ten and one. Um, Tony, ten and one straight up and against the spread uh, in the playoffs. I'm not getting in front of this. They're underdogs again. If they lose, they lose. It is what it is. But I'm taking Miami tomorrow. What's your take? I've been on Miami, game one, game two, and after game one, I was a little. I was a listen. I thought to myself, I'm not quite as confident I was coming into game one. And I said, uh, but I, I, I can't. I'm not step out in front. Of this. In truth, they probably could be 11 and 0. Uh, the game they lost, they could have won. And and I see nothing. Listen, I don't see. I don't see what Boston can do differently 
to stop this Miami team. They Boston may be more talented player by player. I guess if we drafted, you might take you may very well be taking Boston players before you take Miami players. However, this Miami team likes each other. They like each other. They play well together. Uh, they don't you know they don't waste possessions and Boston has this. If you go through even the Toronto series, which I know you've paid attention to, and not that you're not paying attention to this, but Boston, uh, they could get away with having these point la- these these droughts, these short two, three or four minute droughts where they they can't score uh, because Toronto was doing the same damn thing, and not against Miami. Miami's balanced. This is what you're going to get. You know you're going to get 110, 112 points for Miami on 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 an, on an off not an off night, but an average night. Boston has got to do something differently, and I'm not sure. I, we talked about it for hours today on the NBA Tip-Off show, Gabe, and, and nobody really came up with what they can do other than hoping Miami has an off night. You know, Boston, the way they play defense, it's not it's not the zone of Syracuse, obviously, but uh, Eric Spolster was talking about this, and he was saying you have to hit your shots when you play Boston. He basically stated, like, the way that they play defense, they flatten everything out. And you need to shoot over it. And and like, like, the Raptors didn't. Lowry didn't. You know, Lowry was okay, but, you know, Lowry was taking to the paint. But Van Fleet didn't. The Raptors didn't shoot the three very well in the series. But to me, you know, everyone can praise Jimmy Butler all they want. I love Jimmy Butler. Great player. Great, you know, great story. You know, the guy's a baller. But Gordon Dragic has really been a difference in this series, man. Cut shots late. Yes, great. Yes, you know, yes. he's just he's playing great. Like, it's the best he's, he's, he's played. Uh, in uh, in his career. All right, so the only way we're going to get into the football is if I actually do it, rip the Band-Aid off, NFL, let's do it. Let's get in. <laughs> Tony, last week, and I did, you know, it was one of those deals. Um, you know, I play some props, and you got to understand, like, I get picks. People, what do you want of this? And I'm on the air all the time. So, you know, I, I play a lot more than I should, but I ended up with 18 picks when it was all said and done. Like, uh, And I play a lot. I'm a big prop player, Tony. You know, rushing yards, passing yards, reception, yeah. stuff like that. I'm a big prop guy. We went 10 and 8. But we had we had a couple of nice plus uh, plus monies in there, plus 160, a plus 200 uh, in there. It was week one, but the board sort of came together easy for me. This week, it's been trickier to come together. It's starting to now a little bit. but And I got to tell you, though, Tony, and you know this. You've been around a long time and betting forever, too. There's been times, guys, where I love the NFL card and I suck. There's other times I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. This card's tough. And I ended up going 6-1. and one. NFL on the other side. Let's roll. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. 
So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. We're kicking it. Friday Night Freak Show. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. What up, San Diego? Mighty Year 1090. Of course, Los Angeles, SoCal, and up and down uh, the West Coast, including Las Vegas, where Tony Finn is kicking it with us uh, right now. Uh, this evening, wager talk in the house. So, Tony, um, you know, I've been promising NFL, yes. and I love NFL, but, you know, we've been caught up. There's so much going on in the sports world. We're talking NBA, college football. We went through some calls. We'll get your quick college thoughts after, but let's jump in right now, NFL. And I'll start off since uh, people are tuning in in the late night hours uh, here. And I asked uh, what games you guys want us to talk about. And uh, we got the Eagles. Uh, people asking about the Eagles-Rams game, the Pittsburgh Steeler-Bronco game. The Vikings and Colts game. Um, we'll get to these games. Me personally, um, you know, as I stated, it's starting to come together for me a little bit right now. There's so much going on. I know you know this, Tony, uh, being, you know, you're a handicapper, being the business that you're in. I look at the NFL, but it's such a day-to-day thing. You know what I mean? Like, Today, my concern was like the the Campbell game and the baseball props and the NBA game. Tomorrow's <laughs> yeah. college football. Like football, like fo- the NFL is two days away now, but it, it might as well be two weeks away in my mind. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen in my life, all right, Tony, before we play NFL football. But without being stated, yeah. let's jump in. I'm like an underdog, so tell me if I'm crazy here. Let me throw some of these underdogs that I'm looking at here. Atlanta Falcons okay. plus four and a half. Carolina Panthers plus eight and a half. Let me, let me, I'm gonna, I got a bunch of them. I'll throw them all out here. I got a bunch of them. Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half. Carolina Panthers plus eight and a half. Denver Broncos. That's right. Denver Broncos plus seven and a half. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars plus seven and a half. This is the one, and I know Jags are surprising you when I say that, but, and I even like the Titans a lot. I think they're a good team, but I think the Jags can hang around in that game. It's not my best thing here, but I got more. Like, basically where I'm going is, I like all the underdogs. I think the New York Jets, Tony, I think the Jets is the game that's going to surprise people the most. I think the Jets suck. They do suck, but whatever, dude. They're also, like, 6-2 and at home. They're not bad at home. Even though there's no fans, San Francisco, the Super Bowl loser hangover occurs. Kittle is out. They got no wide receivers. Jimmy G's not that good. He's all right. But, uh, you know, look last week, man, 260 yards, whatever, 259. Like 75 of them were on a little dump off to, to Moster. So I think the Jets are actually at play there. What about Washington plus seven? Houston plus seven and a half. Am I crazy, Tony? I like all these all these teams getting a touchdown in these games. Well, no, you're not crazy. This is the NFL, and and the one thing I the one thing I do well 
in the NFL is that uh, as soon as Sunday's over, I, I, you know, I'll give a grade to a team. I'll, I'll, I'll do some chatting with, uh, with uh, radio personalities and with you, and talk, we'll talk about those games and how good a team looks. But uh, it's a mistake to overreact to week one to some of the things that did happen uh, because there's some teams that are better than they played, and there's some teams that aren't as good as they played. And that's just the way it is every Sunday. But uh, and, and in the NFL, maybe parity has uh, escaped us a little bit this year because of what you mentioned, Gabe, and that is that there's no home field advantage. In fact, in truth, uh, I would give an edge to – listen, last week we talked a lot, I think a week and a half ago, about the uh, Green Bay-Minnesota game, for instance. And in Green Bay, the king, the king of the hard count – who is Aaron Rodgers, would never have been able to pull off a hard count in Minnesota in that stadium uh, unless there was no fans. So give the edge. If you're playing, if there's a good team on the road against uh, a team that's middling, let's say, but they have a, fan, a rabid fan base that when they go there, they know they're going to have to – Mahomes is probably going to have to do silent counts almost on offense the whole game. Well, now, no. Uh, the edge goes to a good team on the road that's playing a middly or bad team. And uh, I've been searching for those the, the odds makers trying to sneak in some of those home field numbers, bake, you know, bake it into the line. But they've done a pretty good job, and, and you can see that uh, on most of the lines. And, you, and this week I think is a little overreaction. Like you said, seven points. Seven points in the NFL is a big deal, especially if you're on the road. Is it this year, Gabe? Is it? I'm not I, – I'm, I, you know, jury's still out. No, you know what? And you look, even like, look, look, let's look at the prime time games, though. Pittsburgh Steelers road team win and cover. Tennessee wins, doesn't cover, depending on the number. You know, it was, they win by two. Um, last night, Cincinnati Bengals road team covers. Um, they brought up the stat in the, in the yep. NBA playoffs in the bubble, the road versus home teams. Uh, dude, home teams are 31 yep. and 38 in the <laughs> NBA bubble. Don't tell me home teams would be 31 yep. and 38 at home right now with fans. You know what I mean? Like, but Never. it's not, and I see yeah. someone in our chat saying, oh, it's an asterisk with all this stuff. It's not. It's not. Home fans, what? It doesn't mean you're better because the team, whatever, you have people screaming and the refs are different. I think the officiating has been a million times better in the NBA without fans. A million times better. And that is a big difference. Yeah. There's no asterisk. This is even harder. You're in a bubble. You're you're playing every two days. There's no nothing. There's no give. It's a battle of attrition. There ain't no asterisks on any of these championships. Uh, baseball is a little different. The 60 games, and we can get into the baseball debate, but not the NBA or NHL. There ain't no asterisks on that. So what do you, what do you like, Tony? What, what, give me an NFL game. What, what do you like this week? Give me one game. Um, I'll give you one game, and let's go. Let's jump to Monday Night Football. Let's jump to a, a, a Raiders team that is now in Vegas here with a brand-new Allegiant Stadium. Uh, and they're going to celebrate the opening. Uh, yeah, it'll get a, it, it, with not one fan in the stand. Not one fan in the stand. Uh, Drew Brees comes off a middling game, off a pedestrian game, where uh, he did everything he had to do to beat uh, his matchup with Brady. Uh, but it, the truth is, I, I, we talked a little about Carolina being a live dog. Really, Carolina was in that. I mean, they lose by four. They're getting three. They were in that yeah, game. Yeah. They were in that game. There was nothing nothing special uh, about the Raiders. Record, Tony, special, uh, I think Tampa, just yeah. quick, I was going to say, I think Tampa are going to win that game. They're going to pull it yeah, out. Right. It'll be a heart, another heartbreaking loss for Mount Rule in Carolina. But Teddy Bridgewater and that Panthers offense will be able to hang with an eight and a half. Godwin's going to be out. 
And where you're going with this, we're kind of in a minority because I know a lot of people are all the Saints this, the Saints that. No Michael Thomas as well? Dude, Michael Thomas has been saving Drew Brees' ass for two years, all right? So now you don't have Michael Thomas and you're laying five and a half points, even fanless. I don't know where you're going with this, Tony. I like the Raiders in this game. And I and I I thought I I I understand from what I've been talking about the same, et cetera, et cetera. Here here's here's the point though. Um Gabe, they played a Carolina team that lost their Carolina was five and three. They were five and three going into the second half of the season last year and they lost their final eight games. Now that, of course they suffered some injuries, uh, not just to the quarterback, but uh to a few of the Keep defensive players. The Raiders, um, the Raiders didn't listen. The Raiders lost seven games last year. It was seven games, nine games, nine games, and uh, uh, they lost seven of those by um, almost twenty points a game. And uh, when they played, they only played one team that was five hundred. They only beat one team that was five hundred. They were not not even over five hundred. They were five hundred, and uh, that team wasn't. What well, shouldn't have been a playoff team, in my opinion. And here, and the situation is that this isn't really Gruden's personnel. I don't believe um, that Carr is what Gruden wants. And Gruden is an old-school guy. He's an 80s. Look at the offense. It's an 80s offense. They run the ball. They're heavy, run-heavy offense with a, with a quarterback that manages the game. Here's the problem. Um, they don't have a very good secondary. In fact, they they. They two weeks ago they cut or at least their most experienced secretary and and they decided you know they they tried to pick up they tried and tried in the offseason in fact they had Eli Apple sign and then it fell through um, they gave up on the kid that went to Miami and the truth is that uh, I don't think Breeze has to do much here in truth to beat this team they're poorest they're with Carolina a new coach a new scheme uh, does what they did to stay in that game and you know I can talk about rule and what he's doing with that game but rules not listen rule is a sharp guy uh, look what he did Baylor with the, with the scandal they had down there he turned that program that program was dead in fact they're lucky he didn't get the death penalty and what he's able to do but he's but he's a college guy uh, and unfortunately college guys come to the NFL a lot of them don't succeed because there is no rebuild it's just a just a reload. You better reload. You better win, or you're probably not going to have a job if you're a player or a coach. I like listen. I I not only like Breeze here and and the the Saints. I I think this game is absolutely going to get ugly. Um, wow. Cars average air time air is about 1.7 yards of air time. You know, he threw one pass for more than 10 yards. Um, they ran the ball. They didn't run it very efficiently, but uh, but Josh got uh, 125, 125 yards on, or 95 yards on 25 carries and scored three touchdowns, and they won that game on the ground. They can't do that against Breeze. They can't keep up with Breeze. And I, and I listen. Breeze is is older than dirt, um, but he's still uh, the most younger than me. In the he's game. younger than you. <laughs> well, yes, that's well. I'm I'm. Yeah, we don't go there. I'm older than than uh, ten piles of dirt. So that said, I really, 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 uh, I, I, listen. I think I think that number was fair. I was hoping for a little better than that. I was so happy to see the Raiders win. I was so happy to see Breeze. In truth, in most people's eyes, uh, have a pedestrian game, and I thought we. Were, I thought maybe a four was going to be that number. Uh, it's not. 
it, it is in a four, and I think it'll go to seven before game time. Tony Finn uh, with us. Wager talk. Always a pleasure, Tony. Great stuff, as always. Check out Tony Finn uh, on Twitter. There's not, not a lot of Tony Finns out there. Uh, Wager Talk uh, TV. Great stuff with uh, Teddy Cover, Steve Merrill, and company. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Thanks, Tony. Thank Bring you. it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Quick as 120 minutes in sports as usual uh, this evening already winding down. We're going to get to all of our NFL uh, picks uh, as well. We'll get to the to, to uh, the phone lines in a sec. We're going to check in. We're going to send it to Edmonton. Uh, Avery in Edmonton's ready to go. We'll bring him on in a minute uh, here. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Stanley Cup Finals going on in Edmonton, uh, the hub. Uh, but NFL football, quick. Um, Hasn't really been a ton of live movement uh, this week. A little bit of live movement on the Bills. The Bills were six-point favorites, down to five-and-a-half right now. The Atlanta Falcons are getting four-and-a-half against the Dallas Cowboys. Fifty-three-and-a-half is the total. Uh, their total's going up. Carolina is not a popular pick because everyone's going to jump on the, the Bucks bandwagon to bounce back, but I think they can cover the eight-and-a-half. Teddy Bridgewater, 28-and-eight against the spread as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Speaking of the Stanley Cup uh, finals, they start uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night, to be exact, in Edmonton. And um, I was a little bit surprised about the number, actually, uh, that was posted for the series. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning are minus 195 Stanley Cup uh, favorites. Dallas Stars are plus 155. I got to tell you, Rick Bonus, great guy. Been in the league a long time, man. Be real cool to see Rick Bonus. I've actually had drinks with Rick Bonus uh, before. And uh, Rick Bone is just one of those hockey lifer guys. Plus 155, Dallas Stars, Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 195. All right, let's bring Avery in now, actually. I'll get to my NFL picks after we take this call. Avery Edmonton steps up and in. It's good to catch up uh, with Avery. Been too long, Avery. Uh, how you doing, my friend? What's going on in Edmonton? And, uh, um, do you guys even know there's like, like, are there people hanging outside the hub or anything like that? Stanley Cup finals. What's going on, Avery? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, Gabe. I'm good, Gabe. Always good to talk to you when we get a chance to. And you know what? They'll actually know there's not because outside the hub, 24-7, Gabe, there is security around that hub. So anyone hangs around, if you're not media, if you're not with the league, you are told to keep moving. And there's actually blue and black screens that make sure you can't even tell if there's a player out in the backyard outside Rogers' place. So it's impossible to hang around and try and see players. It's very secure here at Edmonton, Gabe. So they built a wall, kind of a fence, right around, like around everything, and you know, it's exactly. crazy, isn't it? It's funny, like so much campaigning went in to get it, and then they get it, and nobody, like you know, there's you can't be part of it or anything like that. I saw a great video today of John Merrill of the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights, and he got back home, and uh, you know, it was one of those surprise videos. His kids didn't know he was coming home and stuff like that, and. So he's he's in the garage and he's got three little girls, 
they're all young. Like, I don't know, five, three, two. Like, they're they're young. One of them, like, mm. is a little older. And they all run to him. It's funny. They're all, Daddy, Daddy. Oh, and all, one of them starts, like, bawling her eyes out and stuff like that. But the little one looks up. And while everyone's crying and everything, she looks at him <laughs> and goes, she goes, Hey, Daddy, did you win? <laughs> She goes, did you win? She had a little girl, little, little, little girl. Ask her. She goes, Daddy, did you win? And he goes, no, but I'm home. And he hugged her there. And, you know what I mean? It was a nice moment when he goes, no, I didn't. And it makes you realize, though, that these guys are just players, man. You know what I'm saying? They got kids. They got families and stuff like that. And, he, you know, he wasn't like, no, I'm mad we didn't win. He was like, no, honey, we didn't win, but I'm home. And he hugged her. And, uh you know, I, I like that moment. It was, a, it was a great video. But let me ask you, who do you think is going to win? Uh, light, light, lightning and stars. I tell you, you know, I know you're not a gambling man, Avery. You're a real sports fan at Purist. Uh, <laughs> but uh, da- Dallas Stars plus 155, I think they can play with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think this series is going to go like seven games, man. This is going to be a battle. It's going to be a good Stanley Cup finals. It'll be a great series. No, I agree. I think this does go seven games. But you know what? After I gotta go with Dallas, you know, because after watching the Stars shut down the Vegas Golden Knights, a team loaded with stars, guys like Max Pacioretty, William Carlson, that, te- that was a team that was full of four lines can hurt you no matter what. Dallas finally shut that down, and Anton Kudobin, he's been by far one of the best stories in the postseason, coming in for injured Ben Bishop. The way that he's been playing in net so far, Gabe, I think this will be you're right, seven, seven game series. But a very low-scoring series in my mind. No more. You're going to see a lot of, I think, 2-1, 3-2 games, even a 1-0 game. I can't see a high-scoring game where could have been playing as well he has in the Dallas Nets so far, Gabe. Good call. Good call. I agree. I think we're going to have some lower-scoring games as well. Con Smythe Trophy odds right now, guys. Braden Point. So, uh, MVP. Braden Point, plus 230 um, uh, right now. He's he's the big uh, favorite. You mentioned Huboden. Listen, if Dallas wins, I, you know he could he could be the guy. You know what I mean? He he could be the guy if he stands on his head and they mm-hmm. win the Stanley Cup. It's just crazy, isn't it, Avery? Like you look, and you know, I brought this up with Scotty Farrell. We were talking with Farrell earlier in the weekend, and um, you know on on the air I brought it up on his show. But you look at the irony here. So like Dallas, you think of Dallas, Dallas sports. Listen, the Mavericks are real good, and they're probably going to win a title in the future. Dallas might be like this, the sports scene. But, you know, they love the Cowboys so much, and it's the Dallas Stars, the irony. It's like a football state, Texas. You got the hockey team <laughs> that makes it to the final. You've got, um, you know, you got Tampa, Florida. They live for football in Florida. Same thing. Their hockey team makes it to the final. Yep. Toronto. They live for hockey in Toronto. Their basketball team wins the title. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's these weird... Weird dynamics. I, I brought it up. I brought it up like with, with New York, uh, Avery. I swear to God, bro. And I live there, so I know. Trust me. This Every year, the Knicks is like basically, we got to win the lottery. We got to win the lottery. You got to win the lottery. And look, the Rangers won the lottery. The New yep. York Liberty won the lottery. The Knicks, every lottery, they go backwards somehow. <laughs> like, not only do they not win, they actually go backwards. So it's crazy just these non-traditional hawk. Look, you're in Edmonton, you know, about a hockey market and being the passion how they want to win. It's crazy that Dallas and Tampa are the ones that end up uh, in, in the final. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, but you look at like Dallas. You look at these markets like Dallas, uh, Tampa, 
Vegas. These are all markets in which they're getting kids into hockey at the youth levels. You're seeing these kids in high school playing hockey. You're seeing elementary school kids going to the rink and saying they're Stars fans, they're Golden Knights fans, they're Lightning fans. These are the markets that know how to market the game right. And you're going to see in the next few years, Gabe, a lot of kids coming out of these states in the NHL who are from Texas and from Nevada and from Florida. You already are. You already are. Look at the Quinn Hughes kid, born in Orlando, played in Michigan or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned John Merrill, Oklahoma City. Um, Vegas have a ton of Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Dude, Austin Matthews. No, you're right, Western states. You know when I realized this, you know when we saw this, basically, it was years ago. So, you have the Little League World Series in baseball, but when it comes to hockey, it's the Pee Wee Tournament in Quebec City. Right, like that's that, and it got canceled this year, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. That you know, that's that's like the big, that's like the hockey one, and dude, like teams from California and stuff, they weren't even there before, but they used to lose twelve one and stuff, Avery. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I remember it was about ten years ago, twelve years ago or so, and California team won the the Pee Wee tournament. Like they were the best, like. Little 12-year-old kids beat all the best 12-year-old kids from Toronto and Montreal and everything. And listen, I played hockey in Montreal, and we didn't make that tournament. Not It's not easy to make that tournament. You know what I mean? And, you know, the, the kids, like the NCAA yeah. tournament of, like, you know, peewee hockey, like Little League hockey type thing. And, you know, I, was, I, I lost in the Final Four. I would have made the tournament, and I lost in the Final Four of the Montreal City Championships, which is pretty deep. It's not easy to win. Like, Martin Brodeur was in the freaking league, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm Imagine. Like, yeah, what, what, are you, what are you gonna do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, playing hockey in Montreal, Avery, growing up, is like playing football in Alabama. You better be real good, because if you're just kind of good, it's like, yes, yeah, so what? I believe it. You know, that that fat kid that lives across the street from you is better than you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like everyone <laughs> is good. No, no, like, everyone is good. It's crazy. Like, everyone is good. It's like it's 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 just real. It is what it is, and there's different levels. But listen, we got to get to our NFL picks uh, here, Avery. Don't be a stranger. Stay safe. Great to uh, great to hear from you. Of course, like always, Gabe. There's uh, there's uh, Avery in Edmonton. Great to hear from him. Um, all right, so NFL picks, and don't forget, guys, we're going to be on at one o'clock uh, Sunday. Sports Grid for you people listening on the radio and stuff. You can check us out on uh, Sports Grid's uh, YouTube page. I think we're on, uh, we're on like a, I don't know, we're on like a lot of different networks and TV stations and stuff like that too. But I think, I think we're on in Pittsburgh on like cable TV, like Cox TV, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, and uh, the MSG network in New York on on Sunday, one o'clock uh, Eastern. Um, all right, so. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons get four and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. Give me the four and a half points for the Atlanta Falcons and give me the over 53 and a half. It was 53. It's gone up and it's understandably gone up. This game is going to be a track meet. Cowboys might win, but I don't know. Loser of this game is going to be 0-2. They're going to be in big trouble. Um, but I think that the uh, the Falcons can hang around. Both these teams are going to be able to throw passing props. are going to be big uh, in this game. I'm a big prop guy. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to throw for a million yards. Dak Prescott, take Dak Prescott's over passing yards, actually. Um, Atlanta's weakness is actually through the air. You're going to be able to throw on him. We saw Russell Wilson throw four touchdown passes last week. I'm a lifelong diehard Buffalo Bill fan. I've been a Buffalo Bill fan since the OJ, late OJ days. Um, but specifically to Joe Cribs and uh, Joe Ferguson days, late 80s, 77, 78. 
uh, et cetera. But even I don't want to lay the five and a half points with the Buffalo Bills here. The Bills are going to win this game. They might not cover. You know what I mean? And expect a low-scoring football game here. I'm not betting the under. I always lose when I bet under. The total is 41. But I think it's going to be a lower-scoring football game. I think the Dolphins could cover. I don't like this game. I'm a Bills fan. I took them last week. I knew they were covering against the Jets, but I'm not sure against the Dolphins. They might cover, but they might win by three or four or something like that. Uh, Bills, Bills are the better team. They could cover. You want to put Bills in money line parlays? I can live with it, but I think there's better bets on the board. Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting eight, uh, laying eight and a half points against Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater is 28 and eight against the spread all time as a starter in the NFL, including last week's loss in which uh, he was getting three points. They lost by four. They're getting eight and a half here. No Chris Godwin. Mike Evans not 100%. Um, Carolina can hang around. I tell you what, either Tampa wins sort of a close game, like, you know, 27-24 or, you know, 30-27, 27-24. This is going to be an entertaining football game. Good DFS stack game. Um, Carolina can move the ball, guys, and Tampa's offense will be better in this game. The game's going to go over the number, but... I don't think Tampa are going to blow them out. I don't think Tampa are capable of blowing them out, especially without Chris Godwin. So I think Carolina hang around, and even if Carolina are down, the back door is going to be open, and Teddy Bridgewater's covering machine. Their offense is good. They put up 30 points last week, and for the record, I disagree with Tony Flynn. I think the Raiders can hang around and cover the five and a half points. Denver Broncos and Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm high on uh, Schuster. I'm high on, on the Steelers this year. I think they're a good football team. But, without being stated, but, Without being stated, I don't know. It seems like just sort of a trap game. Team plays on Monday night. They never cover the following game. I think Denver can backdoor this and um, and hang around. I think Denver are good enough to hang around, although Denver do just have a ton of injuries, so it doesn't make the, uh, the list of, of a best bet. Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is, you know, all, all he does is cover against the division, but the Detroit Lions are 6-0 and against the spread. The last six games against the Green Bay Packers. All right. So it's a leap of faith, but I think the Detroit Lions can hang around at least and sort of backdoor this game, but it doesn't make the cut as a top bet. Same thing with Jacksonville. I'm a big fan of the Tennessee Titans and what they do, but I'm not laying the seven and a half. Rams, Eagles, real tough game right there. Uh, Vikings, Colts, I like the over 49 and a half. On the other side, we'll get into our final best bets, and I've got some. Call me crazy, but the New York Jets are going to cover the seven. Texans are going to cover the seven and a half in Baltimore. Houston, over 50 points on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Morenci. All right, level two, winding down. I would say bagels and bad beats are coming up next, uh, but he's not. He's soft. Wetzel's in bed, sleeping. Uh, Our main man, Yang, uh, Midtown Manhattan, great job uh, here this evening. Um, NFL football, right? We're going game by game here, but let me get into the best bets, okay? So, best bets that I'm going to be betting. And you want my plays, you can follow me on Twitter, at SportsRage. At SportsRage, nice and simple. Rage, SportsRage. Give me the Atlanta Falcons, plus four and a half. I love the over this Falcons-Cowboys game. If you like the tease games, this is a great teaser game. 
Give me the Falcons over 11 and a half and the Minnesota Vikings up to 10. All right. Uh, Van Fop in Vancouver was asking about the Vikings game uh, earlier and um, uh, Vikings and Colts. I think it's a perfect game. I think that game's going to go over the number as well. Both their secondaries have issues. There should be points. I think the Minnesota Vikings find a way to get it done. I don't trust Phillip Rivers. But uh, give me the Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half. Give me over 53 and a half. Give me the Carolina Panthers plus eight and a half and over 47 uh, and a half. Give me the Minnesota Vikings on a teaser up to plus 10. Tease to over 42 and a half in this football game. Vikings tease to the over. Uh, New York football Giants plus five and a half. Bears and Giants going to be a smash mouth game. And I'll tell you what. They're not getting the 43 points. I never win when I bet on uh, unders and I lost against and I don't know a college football under. But I don't see where points are coming from in this game. Giants and Bears, come on, man. Joe Judge and Trubisky, it's going to be a lower scoring game. But give me the five and a half points with the Giants. I, I might live to regret this in the morning, but I've done stupider things in my life than take the New York Jets plus seven. I even know the Jets suck, but I'm taking the Jets plus seven. San Francisco's not covering the number in this game. Uh, Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. Give me the Houston Texans plus seven and a half and over 50 points. Game's going to be a track meet. Whoever has the ball last wins. Deshaun Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson put on a show. Um, Seattle Seahawks minus four right now. Sunday night football. They're going to roll New England. Cam Newton and the Patriots offense won't be able to keep up. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.